can somebody bring me something new? If you're wearing something or you have something new. What do you got new, April? What? Whoa. All right, what is it? Oh, what you got? What's new? Oh. All right, good. New bag, huh? Nice bag. All right, good. What else? What do you got new? What's new? Yung jumper ko. The jumper's new. All right, nice. Look, looking good, looking good. How does it feel when you have something new? Maybe a, a new phone or new, new haircut or something new. How does, how does it feel to wear something new or to have something new? Yeah, it looks like you got a new life. Still feels fresh. Feels clean. Especially new shoes or a new pair of, new pair of jeans, you know. In the Bible, there are two Greek words that are translated new, okay? So, sa Biblia may dalawang words which are the word new. And the first one is neos. Neos. You probably heard that. Uh, neo is sometimes people's name, like sa Matrix, neo. Neos. And neos means, uh, well, it's new in regard to time, okay? So, it's the latest, updated. It would probably be like you got a new cell phone number. That's it. You got a NEOS number. It's updated. Uh, please update my number in your phone book. Or kaya meron ka ng Windows 10. So it's a new version of Windows. Or probably you got a new, a new uh, cell phone, the new iPhone. Maybe it's uh, already an iPhone 7 or 8 or 20. So the other word in the Bible for new is kainos. Okay, so you're learning Greek today. <laughs> Kainos is new with regards to the, not the time, but the kind. Yung kanyang form, yung kanyang quality. It means brand new kind. Hindi lang siya the latest. This is new. It's never been seen before. It's different than anything that ever existed before. So it's not a remodeled or a revised or a renewed thing. It's something totally different. And when I receive Jesus as Savior, then I get some brand new stuff. I get some, not just neos, I get some kainos, a new kind of stuff. And so one of, I'm going to share with you probably four or five, but today we're just going to talk about two. Sino sa inyo gusto na makaroon ng mga new stuff because of your relationship with Jesus? In relationship with Jesus, you're going to get some, you got some brand new stuff. And I want you to know what you have. Hindi, hindi makikinabang ang tao na sa new stuff kung hindi niya alam kung anong meron siya. So I'm, I want to describe to you today what you have been given in the package salvation gift from God. And the first thing you get is a new covenant, a new covenant. Now, what's a covenant? Your Bible might say a new testament. Pero yung parang last will and testament is yung doon magmamana na. Doon makakaroon ng pagpatay na yung mayaman na uncle or daddy mo. Yan, magmamana ka ng malaki. And it is a pledge. A covenant is a pledge. O kaya a promise, and it, it is it, an agreement, o sa Tagalog, kasunduan, between two 
or more parties. He gets a contrata. Ito ay napaka binding. Wala nang escape route. Wala nang uh, uh, cancellation. Hanggang kamatayan na ang covenant. And God makes covenants. God makes promises and keeps them. Ganun siya. All throughout history. From the first day of creation hanggang ngayon, God is a God of covenant. Ito yung MO niya. Ito yung kanyang standard na ginagawa. He makes and keeps promises. Ang Diyos ay tapat. Nagtatapat siya. Nagi-initiate at tinutupad ang kanyang mga pangako. And letter B is, if you know your covenant with God, ito yung mga Ito mga benefits, if you know it. If you don't know it, hindi ka benefit So I want you to know what your covenant with God is. If you know your covenant with God, you'll understand the Bible. Ang mga seemingly controversial topics or contradictory topics sa Bible, ay maayos yan. Magiging malinaw sa'yo. Magiging simple lang. Ay, kaya pala. Kasi... Naka-base yung reference point is based on a covenant. So when you understand how God does covenants, you'll understand everything in the Bible. It will open up your understanding. Parang minsan ako ay, um, sino sa inyo may GPS sa cellphone? You know? Sino sa inyo na, na subukan na mag, mag follow ng isang GPS. Lalo na sa unfamiliar places sa Manila. I'm using the Waze or uh, the Google Maps or something and and sometimes naguguluan ako. Although I know this is exact science. Ang map is not lying. But I don't understand it because it's like, bakit yung Caltex sa map dun sa right side? Pero in actual life, nandiyan sa sa left. Not to turn around ako, nagugulon ako. I thought I'm going closer sa aking destination. In fact, palayo no palayo. And I realized that my set, the settings on my phone did not have the, the what we call in the sa compass, merong tinatawag na settings dyan na true north. When you set that setting on to true north, everything turns around so that north is parang up. You know, ganun. And so, pag ayos na yung reference point, yung true north, then everything is left is left and right is right. And when you're, you can easily follow the map. Pero without the setting of true north, naguguluan ka. You get lost, even though you have a map. Ganon din sa Bible. When you're reading the Bible, it's easy to get lost if you don't understand covenant. But once you have a, a you're anchored your understanding on the covenants of God, you don't easily get turned around, mixed around when you read the Bible. So you'll understand the Bible. More than that, you'll gain confidence. You gain confidence and faith. Understanding covenant gives you confidence. I'll explain why. And thirdly, you enjoy more of the benefits of God. Among privileges. Imagine kung Isa kang tagapagmana, pero hindi mo alam kung anong meron na, na estate o lupain ng iyong uh, grandfather or tatay. And if you don't know what that is, 
or you don't know where it is, you don't know that that's yours, you will miss out on so much. Right? Hindi ka mag-avail ng iyong karapatan, ng iyong mana, because hindi mo alam. But when you understand the covenants and the benefits, the privileges that God has purchased for you through Christ on the cross, yan, may enjoy mo lalo. Hindi ka, ma, hindi ka mamuhay na, na hopeless, depressed, kawawa, victim mentality. All of these things will go away because you know what kind of wealth God has given you. It's a new covenant, not a revised covenant of the old, a brand new kind. It's not a neos covenant. It wasn't a renewal or an upgrade. It was a kainos covenant, a brand new, totally different covenant altogether. All right? Now, let's, now in the Old Testament, or in the, old, in the Bible, you could read God had many covenants, several. He had a covenant with Adam, the first man. God had a covenant with Noah. Diba? Sabi ni God na when there was a rainbow, yeah, and that's the sign of the covenant. I will never destroy the earth with water. God made a covenant with David you know, that you, there will be a king come out of your lineage. Okay. But there are three main covenants in the Bible that we're going to talk about. Bucket, Because these are the covenants that Jesus and Paul most referred to. Okay, So these were the ones that the Bible most often refers to. These three Covenants. And in these three covenants, makikita natin kung ano yung terms and conditions. What are the qualifications para mapapasa atin ang presence ni God, ang provisions ni God, at ang mga promises ni God. So in the Bible, there were promises from God, there were His provisions, you know, the blessings, uh, the, the, the supplying of needs. And of course, the very presence. Okay, yung, yung karapatan na lumapit sa presensya ng Diyos. What qualified people to be in God's presence? What qualifies the people to have, uh, you know, acceptance from God? So that He would not kill you. He would accept you. He would accept your worship. He would welcome you to be close to Him. Ano mga qualifications? And tandaan nyo, it's very important na maintindihan yung terms... Okay, yung rules of each covenant. Okay, sino sa inyo mahilig mag-basketball? And you alam mo yung rules of basketball. Okay, do you know uh, Janine? She plays as a player. Huh? She played basketball when she was a student. And if you know the rules of basketball, you can be effective. Diba? But if you play basketball using the rules of volleyball you will lose right here comes this big orange ball they're passing it to you and you <laughs> hit it that and you're gonna you know or if you're going to play um, baseball but you only know the rules of soccer you will be so confused and you will not win Ganon din, each covenant has its own terms to qualify the person for the presence and the provisions and the promises of God. Does that make sense? 
And don't try to mix the covenants. It's like trying to mix tennis with baseball. It doesn't work. Right? So let's talk about the covenant that God had first with Abraham. Everybody say Abraham. Abraham. The covenant God had with Abraham, ang, ang rules or ang terms, was based on the pedigree. You know that word pedigree? Among dog breeders, alam nilang tong word pedigree. It's the bloodline, it's the lahi ng isang uh, family. Isang, so it's the f- God chose Abraham. Now, tandaan nyo, hindi makadyos si Abraham. He was not a good moral person when God called him. He was actually a worshiper of a false god. Abraham, like his father, worshipped the moon god. But God called him and said, Come, I'm going to make you into a big family even a nation. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to um, protect you. And through you, through your family, your descendants, the whole earth will be blessed. So God made a promise. It was not based on Abraham's morality. It was not based on how good of a person he was. It was based on his faith. Abraham believed God and God put into his account a status called righteous. And Abraham became righteous simply because he trusted God. He he was not righteous in his behavior, in his performance. He was just righteous because he trusted God and God gave him a gift called righteousness. And so Abraham began walking with God. And he eventually became, well, all of God's promises came true. So the basis of Abraham's qualification, what qualified people in this covenant was the pedigree. Kasi yung covenant ni God, yung promises ni God kay Abraham extended to Abraham's son, si Isaac, and to his grandson, See si Jacob, na, na renamed as Israel. At sa kanilang mga anak na dose, they became the tribes of Israel. And alam yung story, nag, naging mga hudyo, mga naging bansang Israel. And lahat sila, basta direct descendant ni Abraham, yan, sakop sa covenant ni God. Kung tagalabas, kung sa ibang family, at that time, you're not included in the covenant. You're not invited. The promise does not apply to you. The terms and conditions are not apply, do not apply to you. It was only a covenant to Abraham and his pedigree, his family line, yung bloodline ni Abraham. Okay? So kung ikaw ay apo ni Abraham or maybe uh, great-great-grandson, kahit na anong ugali mo, kahit hindi ka nagdadasal, hindi ka nagbibigay ng tithes mo, you are included in this covenant based on what? Simply, not based on your behavior, based on your bloodline. Right? Now, the next covenant comes along and God in Exodus added a new condition. So God now upgraded the covenant with Abraham. And what do you call a new covenant that was upgraded? In Greek, it was called the neos. So years later, 
the generations later, God gave a neos covenant, a new updated covenant. Still, you could be included in this covenant if you were from the bloodline of Abraham, but God upgraded it and put rules. Before, there were no rules. So Abraham lied, um, you know, all of these things, and he was not punished. Because wala pang commandments na thou shalt not lie. But Abraham lied. But he was not punished because there was no rule not to lie. But then God added rules. Nagbigay ni God sa people through Moses, the Ten Commandments. And later, it was expanded, hindi lang sampu, it was extended expanded to about 600 plus commandments and in the neos covenant with through moses there were new terms and conditions you had to be in the right pedigree plus it was based on your performance write that down performance so kung gumawa ka ng mabuti you will be blessed kung gumawa ka ng masama you will be cursed if you did good performance sa mga rituals, kung sumunod ka sa lahat ng utos ng Diyos, you will be given the presence of God. Karapatan na lumapit sa Diyos. Karapatan na pumunta sa templo at mag, makipag-fellowship sa Diyos doon sa templo kung okay na ang performance mo. You would have the provisions of God. It was a great covenant. God provided for them. God helped their crops to grow. Basta maganda ang kanilang performance, basta religious sila, basta sumusunod sa mga lahat ng mga utos ng Diyos, they became rich. They were protected. But if they disobeyed, nakikita mo throughout history, they were captured by other nations. They were bullied. They were terrorized. They were stolen from. Sabi ng Diyos, you will be cursed in every way if you disobey. You'll be blessed in every way if you obey. So what were the terms? It was based on performance. But then Jesus comes along. Oh, Jesus comes along. And in Luke, he takes at the Last Supper, he takes a cup. He drinks another cup of wine and he says, this represents my blood. Look at that. It says over here in uh, Luke, he said, Luke 20, verse 20, uh, 22, verse 20. After supper, Jesus took another cup of wine and said, this cup is the new. And the word there is not neos, it's kainos. This is the new. This is the kainos, kakaiba. It's never been seen before. This is a covenant totally different than all the previous covenants. This is the new covenant between God and his people. It's poured out for you as a sacrifice. You see, sa Old Testament o sa mga nakaraan na covenants, they were good. Napakaganda, but not everyone was included. But the promise was there that through you, Abraham, through you, Israel, Darating na isang descendant, and through that person, the whole world will be blessed. Hindi lang ang mga Everyone will be blessed. 
Pero habang sila ay sumusunod sa commandments, they qualified for God's promises and presence and His provisions because they were performing. So if, if they did not perform, they would lose out. Pero dahil performance-based, talagang nagsisikap sila na sumusunod sa utos. And while they did, they have victory over their enemies. God provided for them. They have answered prayers. They were protected. They had joy and closeness. Naranasan nila ng mga festivals and mga worship times with God. And it was somehow a good, good covenant. But when you look at Hebrews chapter 8 and chapters 9, it says that the new, the Kainos covenant is so much better. Better, better, better. Because in the Old Testament, you had Ten Commandments nakasulat sa saan? Saan nakasulat ang Ten Commandments? It was not an Android tablet. It was a stone tablet, old school. But in the new, the Kainos Covenant, God writes His laws on the heart. See? In the Old Covenant, there was a prophet who knew God. And the prophet would talk to God and then come to the people and tell the people, Ganito si God. Ganito ang gusto ng Diyos. Ganito ang salita ng Diyos. But in the new covenant, the promise was, everyone will know the Lord. Personally. In the old covenant, there was a constant Reminder, the laws of God always points out your sins, right? The laws of God would show you how weak and sinful you really were. Kaya constantly, dinadala, nagdadala sila ng mga hayop, mga sacrifices, and they always had to keep offering sacrifices because there was a constant updated reminder of how sinful they were. But in the Kainos covenant, it's totally different. God says, I'll remember their sins no more. <laughs> Very different. In the old covenant, the, the, there was even, kasi iba-ibang classing offerings, burnt offering, sin offering. Merong isang offering called the guilt offering. And in the guilt offering, you know, you, you would always have a guilty conscience. And somehow, Dahil nagigilty sila, yan ang kanilang pag-ujok na to change their life and be better sa kanilang performance. Which dapat lang, kasi yung covenant ay basi sa performance. So kung guilty sila, that's a good thing in the old covenant. Dapat lang. Kung hindi ka nagigilty, hindi ka mapaperform and mamimiss out ka sa covenant benefits. Kaya buti na lang, meron silang guilty conscience so that they would try better to perform better. But in the new covenant, Hebrews 10 says, the blood of Jesus purifies our consciences and cleans away the guilt so that we do not have a guilty conscience. In the Old Testament, the prophet, okay, the priest would teach people kung ano yung kaloob ng Diyos, kung ano yung mga uh, oracles and the words of God. In the new covenant, the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. And the anointing teaches us. And we have a spiritual GPS. 
you know, inside. It's like you, you know where to go because the Holy Spirit is constantly with you, guiding you. Did you get that? In the Old Covenant, napakahalaga na yung mga holy places. Meron silang geographical places. You had to go to Jerusalem. Holy building. There were holy, um, you know, gowns. They had the priests wore gowns. And I'm so thankful that I was not in that covenant. Because I don't like cross-dressing. I don't really want it. So, but they had to wear holy, they had gowns and they had you know, an altar that was a holy place. There were holy festivals, holy, that's why holiday, holy days. And you had to observe these holy days. And they had incense, you know, and the smoke. And there was a lot of rituals and a lot of holy items and a holy place and rituals. And all of this was a part of good performance. So that mapapasayo ang promises and provisions and the presence of God. But in the Kainos covenant, in the new covenant, it's very simple. We have become the holy temple. You yourselves are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the incense is our prayers that ascend to the Lord as a sweet smelling our praises and our prayers so it's very simple so the kainos covenant of god is what you have listen to me very carefully because today even now maraming religious people napaka sincere napaka devoted wala masabi sa kanilang devotion wala masabi sa kanilang sincerity and kabait mabait but there's many people trying to play basketball with the rules of soccer. Mixing covenants. As I said last week, Gentiles were never invited into the covenant with Abraham or Moses. Never. The covenant has terms and conditions. And terms number one is you had to be of the right bloodline. Sino sa inyong dito bloodline ni Abraham? Sino dito pure Jew? There's no one here that's a physical, biological Jew. And you can prove it. Voila. Aside from that, there's no one here that is really that perfect in performance. Obeying all of the commandments. But even if you obeyed all, you're, you're not a Jew. And that was the old covenant was never, never included other nations except the Jewish people. Okay? But the covenant with Jesus, everyone's included. Whosoever believes in him will not. Whosoever believes in him. For God so loved the whole world, he gave Jesus. And the Son of God did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. So, friends, sulitin mo ang new covenant that Jesus gave you. Yeah. Every time we pass the, the, the wine and take the bread, you are being reminded of your covenant. 
It's past, present, and future. Past because your sins are washed away. Present because you are in agreement. As you drink, you're, you're swallowing agreement that you are one with Christ. And Jesus said, you take this and this proclaims my death until, uh, Paul said, this will proclaim his death until he comes. So it's past, present, and future. The second new thing, and we'll finish with this one, is that you get a new creation. Everybody say creation. creation. You get a new birth, not a kainos, I mean, not a neos, you. It's, God did not make an upgraded you, a revised. He did not want to make you better. He wanted to make you different. God, when you came to Christ, you did not just get a changed life. You get an exchanged life, a totally different creation, a kainos birthed anew. In Luke chapter 7, verse 28, Zabini Jesus, out of all the people that ever lived, no one is greater than John, John the Baptist. Zabini Jesus, he is so great. Out of all those prophets, all the people, John was great in the kingdom of God. But, no, not the kingdom of God. He was great in those old, but he says the least important person in the kingdom of God, in the Ibik Sabihin, the new covenant, the one who became a new creation, even the least, the weakest, the most immature is still greater than John. Why? Because he's a different kind, a superior creation, a totally different, higher quality person than those without the new covenant. Do you get that? And one day, because we are a new creation in our spirit, but one day we will also have a new body, a new body, a brand new um, body so that we can fully enjoy the physical creation. And God is going to make all things new. And actually, kahit na ngayon na hindi pa totally renewed our, our world and our physical body, we can already taste and experience in bits and pieces along the way mararanasan natin na mga miracles and healings and the provisions of God and his promises and his presence because I think I didn't give you the blank the other, the other one kanina in the new covenant with Jesus it's not based on pedigree it's not based on performance it's based on your position in Christ it's not about um, who you are or what you do it's about where you are where you're, where you're placed Kanina, inawit natin yung seated in heavenly places. When you, the new, in a new covenant, you get seated in a heavenly place. Oo, ang physical body, ang, ang, ang buhay mo nandito sa earth. But at the same time, we coexist in heaven with God. Seated in the heavenlies. Ang position natin is no longer in the realm called sin. Of course, we still sin, like yung verb, gumagawa ng kasalanan. 
but we are no longer in that place, the noun, sin. We are no longer in the noun. We're not in that venue called sin. God has taken you out of that venue and relocated you into a different place called righteousness. Righteousness is not about what you do. It's about where you stand. And in a new covenant, you stand in the realm called righteousness. And even when, if you were in the realm called sin and you did good works, that will not relocate you. You will not get out of sin because you did some good works. And when you're in the realm called righteousness, even when you do some bad works, it will not relocate you. It will not get you out of righteousness when you do that. It's so secure because it's based on that connection with Jesus. That's good news. Am I explaining this okay? Are you understanding? And then Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says that you don't copy the behavior, the customs of this world. Because why? We're a new creation now. We're citizens of another world. We're seated in a different place. So we don't need to copy. We don't need to, hindi na kailangan sasangayonin yung world neto. He said, instead, let God transform you. The Greek word there is metamorpho. Ever heard of the word metamorphosis? Have you ever seen a frog, uh, the tadpole, transform into a frog? Or yung uod naging paru-paro? <laughs> he says, let God transform you into a new, that's kainos person. Not transform you into a neos person. Transform you into a kainos person. A new, totally different kind. Like the, the, the worm is very, very different than a butterfly. It's not just a new, improved worm. <laughs> and we call it the latest caterpillar. You know, it has new features. It has new, you know, it's a totally different species. It underwent metamorphosis. And, and it says, transform you into that. And so letter A is here. I can access and deliver God's benefits. This is a lot. I'm going to try to go a little fast. But when you're a new creation in a new covenant, okay, get that? Say, everybody say new covenant. New covenant. And I'm a new creation. Yeah. Say, I have a new covenant. And I am a new creation. Say it one more time. I have a new covenant. Say, I'm in a new covenant. And I am a new creation. Okay. Now, dahil doon, I can access. Oh, I love that word. Don't you like the word access? Wouldn't you like fast internet access? I love the word access. It, it, it just strips off limitations. You know, it gives you authority. You have a backstage pass. You can, you can access, you know. Maybe you're, you're connected with someone mataas and you have access. 
I love that. I can access and deliver God's benefits. Okay, listen. Because I'm in a new covenant, I can access God's benefits. But because I am a new creation, it enables me to deliver God's benefits to others. Think of it this way. What if God, you were in God's house and God had a big refrigerator? Double doors, double door with ice maker and water. water dis- Have you seen the really high tech refrigerators? Have you ever been to the appliance store and you just, hindi ka pa tumitingin sa price, you know that's beyond your league. Have you ever seen those guys? I just, we start looking at the little ones because those big ones, uh, that's, voila, that's not in our league. That's so expensive. But what if God had one of those refrigerators? What do you think? And it's not just physical food, but it's all kinds of things, spiritual, all the benefits. What do you think is inside God's ref? <laughs> you know, there's, there's uh, some joy, you know, a double scoop of, you know, <laughs> laughter and, you know, relationships. There's forgiveness galore. Everything you need is there, you know, every provision. Do you think God's ref is empty? No, he's full, fully stocked. It's always good food. And it's like that. Because you're in a new covenant, you can go anytime. You know, if you come to my house, I, I welcome you to just go to, ha- and you can have anything in my refrigerator. Okay? You, yeah, I'm serious. I, I don't know with Bambi, but for me, <laughs> my ref is open. You can have anything you want there, you know? Some, uh, you know, like one-week-old pandesal, old cheese, you know, some rotten panse, panisna. You can have anything you want in my ref. I encourage you to come and take whatever you want. No, just kidding. Because in my ref, it's not so good. But if God's refrigerator and you're in God's house, and then very, very close kayo ni God, you're his, you know, kasi si Zion ganun eh. Zion, when he wants something, milk or cereal or something, he doesn't, he doesn't come to me and say, Abba, may I please go to the ref and open it and take, and take something? He doesn't even ask. He's confident. He just goes and opens the ref. Uh, yeah, apples or oranges, you know, milk. He just takes whatever he wants anytime. He doesn't have to beg or ask permission. Because I'm in the new covenant, I can go to God's ref anytime and take whatever I need. Just take it. You need healing today? Just go take it. You know, you need some more patience? Just go take it. If you need wisdom, Christ is our wisdom. Just take it. You know, you need forgiveness. You need uh, love. You, you need some joy. You need whatever it is, you just take. Because you're in covenant. You're not begging as if takalabas. You're on the inside. You're a child. 
He's a father. He's given you everything in that ref is not for him. It's for you anyway. Right? The forgiveness in God's ref is not for him. It's for you. The love, all the fruit of the spirit is not for his benefit. It's for us. So because I'm in a new covenant, I can go to God's ref anytime and take what I need. But because I'm a new creation, I become the refrigerator of God where I can deliver what others need. Are you getting that? As a new creation, you're not just taking for you. You, you are now qualified as a minister, as a servant, as a delivery truck of the new covenant. And this is what I meant, no one, about heaven coming to earth. The link between heaven and earth. Real quickly, Jacob, young Aponi Abraham, had a dream. And in his dream, he saw angels going up a, a stairway to heaven. Not the song. But he, he saw it going up the stairway to heaven and then coming down. Angels were going up. Because hey, this was a part of God's vision to Jacob directly related to the covenant. Going up to heaven. You know, I suppose he, the angels are getting supplies, resources, and then coming back down. Here you go. Angels going up. God is the supplier, so here you go. Angels, angels, remember, angels are ministering servants. They minister our servants to help us. And same thing, Nathaniel. After Jesus saw Nathaniel, Jesus said in John chapter 1, verse 51, you will all see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Wow, angels. And Jesus said, I am that stairway. <laughs> I am the link between heaven and earth. So I Jesus, I am the way. And the way, the st- I am the way to the Father. No one comes to the Father but by me. And so we, we recognize in a covenant, we have a link to heaven. Is that good? Because I'm in a covenant with God, I have a link to heaven. I can access. And letter B is since I was changed by Jesus, I can now change the world. Yeah, I was changed. Now I can change the world. And then letter C is that heaven is my destination. Sino sa inyo, you're confident, mga ka sa langit. Oh, yeah. You know, you want to go to heaven. Because you're in a covenant, heaven is your guaranteed destination. So never fear death or persecution. If ever the, the day will come na may mga ISIS or whatever, you know, they want you to renounce Jesus Christ. Hindi mo kailangan kasi even if they cut your head off, you can st- you'll still go to heaven. There's nothing to fear. G- heaven is guaranteed as our destination. But heaven on earth is our assignment. It's our assignment. God wants us to change earth. God loves the earth. God loves the world. He loves your, your, the people at your workplace. He loves your family. 
your neighbors, your barangay. God wants to bring a bit, of, a bit more and more and more of heaven down to earth. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, I want you to pray this. Your kingdom come to the earth and your will be done on the earth just like it is being done in heaven. God wants whatever is happening in heaven to happen on earth. Is there sickness in heaven? Is there pain and regret and guilt in heaven? Well, God wants that atmosphere and that culture to come down to your earth, your, earth, your world. So kingdom come, his will be done. What, whatever's happening in heaven ought to be happening in your house. Ought to be happening in your workplace. So you're an ambassador of that kingdom on this earth. And a new creation, you're not like everybody else. You're not a worm. You're a spiritual butterfly. You're not just an upgraded you. You're a kindness, new kind of you. It's a totally new creation. You're in a new covenant and you are a new creation in Christ. I want to end on that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to stay at the second service, I'm going to play a video clip. But just to give you a short, because I'm out of time now, but in the movie Avatar, there was a man who was crippled. He couldn't walk. And he was, he, he was able to go into a new body that they created. And he was able to control that body and move and flow and feel and hear and taste and all of these things because he got a new body. And he, was, he didn't want to go back to the old because before he couldn't walk. In the new body, he could walk. In our body today, we have so many limitations. There's so, there, you know, the sin dwells in the flesh. And there's just so much that we are not able to do that God wants us to be able to become and to do. And we need to be constantly reminded that we are a new creation in our spirit. And we are becoming more and more. We are being transformed daily as we renew our minds. And darating din ang araw na we have even a new creation body. Just like Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for this newness of life that you've given us. Thank you that you've put us in a new location called righteousness. You took us out of that kingdom of darkness and transferred us to a secured new place called righteousness. You gave us a new covenant, not based on our biological bloodline, not based on our behavior, but based on a new birth in our position connected in Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us a new creation and that our lives will never be the same again. We'll never go back to being a worm, a victim, a, a, a sinful nature. You've given us a totally new DNA your very own. Lord, help us to believe it, walk in it, 
and live it out every day. Thank you that you've seated us literally in heavenly places, that we would live our lives with that consciousness, with that awareness of all your covenant benefits. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen.